Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. everyone. You've probably noticed in my content lately, I've been talking a lot about the idea of waking up and exploring what does it mean to wake up. Part of this has been in response to moments that I've had in my own life where I became really convinced that there's far more going on here than what we tell ourselves. It's like there's always a moment below the moment. It's like, okay, so right now, wherever you are, you you have this situation in life, whatever your situation is, right? And you've got things that you need right now, things that you desire, things that you want, and you're holding your hopes in one hand and your fears in the other hand, and you're trying to navigate it all. And I've had the subtle sense off and on that there's a moment below that moment, right? So we're in, we sometimes thrust ourselves into chaos based on our beliefs, like the things that we believe we need, or we believe we need to do or accomplish or whatever it is. Sometimes I think that we get so caught up in all of the things that we've convinced ourselves that we want, that we lose track of what we actually are and who we actually are. And anyone that has engaged in a meditative practice has learn the value of sinking into the moment below the moment. It's like that moment underneath where everything is still whole and nothing is broken. And we often trade that for our own delusions because we think that we need them. And you're probably hearing a bit of Eastern thought in this breakdown of waking up because as I've been studying what it means to wake up, and there's definitely people... You know, I think we don't hear about them a lot, but there's people on the East and West as far as God image that have these moments of waking up. And I think it's interesting because when you get into the mystics and the sages and the saints, what they say really seems to be true about what other mystics, sages, and saints will say, whether even if they don't come from the same tradition. So I've I've been fascinated by that, and I've been fascinated by the idea that we can wake up to this moment below the moment. Like we're so convinced of everything that we need, but also when we surrender that, like surrender it in meditation or, you know, you might even notice this when you go for a run and all of a sudden all of the things that were swirling about in your mind start to organize themselves and they they stop being so chaotic. And oftentimes it's because when you're running, you give the monkey mind something to do. And in that moment, you start to relax into what's below that, which is the perfect wholeness of the world that we're actually in. And I stumbled upon a concept in my research of like what it means to wake up. I've been reading some books on it and kind of studying it a bit. 
in some of my academic work. And I stumbled upon a concept that I thought we could explore today because I think it's a great, honestly, I think it's a good personal development concept, even if you have no aspirations of spiritually waking up which I think those aspirations will have you whenever it's time. So I don't think it's something that you need to rush, but this concept feels a bit universal in its nature. And the idea is this, you will wake up as soon as you're ready to. So there's a couple different kinds of waking up as I'm talking about it right now. There's the abiding waking up, which means you you fully wake into a new state of being. You sort of let the dream of your life go. You wake up directly into reality and you abide in that place. And then there are moments of awakening. And these are more of along the lines of what I've experienced. The subtle, you know, the subtle sense that there is something more going on here and you almost can see it. The, the moment you try to apprehend it with the logical mind is the moment you lose it. So you just allow it to be because that's what it is, right? All of the thinking and the believing and the knowledge, it's layered on top of the reality that actually is, the sustained reality that is unchanging. We add all of us, all of our beliefs, all of our thoughts, all of our habits and patterns on top of the reality that is unchanging, that is sort of the bedrock of the existence that we we live. And so the idea is that oftentimes when you have these moments of awakening, that moment will last as long as you can handle it. And so you will trade delusion for reality because you are conditioned to believe that you have to. That's the idea, the the concept that I want to explore today. And so you might ask yourself that in the context of personal development or growth toward a goal or transformation or however it is that you're conceptualizing a north arrow in this life for yourself, you might ask, what in me doesn't actually want to get there. Because, you know, that's the part that you actually have to face. You know that the conscious part of you that sets the goals and that is alert and oriented toward them, that part of you isn't the part that you have to convince. The part that you have to work with in this journey in life is the part of yourself that actually doesn't want to wake up, the part of yourself that doesn't want to transform. And there's all kinds of reasons for this. Uh, My fiance, Danielle, helped me see one time um, that reason in myself really well. And she was talking to me about this sort of resistance I was feeling towards stepping into my own path, which felt like more of the no path path, right? Like learning to do it. And one of the things that she was asking me about is, well, what is it? What do you get to keep by not doing that? And that is another way of saying this exact same thing. It's like, what part of you is content to stay in delusion? What part of you is content to stay in the dream? What part of you isn't ready to wake up to reality? Sometimes we hold on to our conditioned beliefs so tightly. I've noticed this in my own life. You you hold on to your belief because you want to be right more than you want to wake up. Or maybe what you want is to be comfortable more than you want to wake up. You want to be comfortable more than you want whatever it is that the conscious you is professing to want in the journey that you're on. Like whatever you you believe you're transforming toward, again, it's the part of you that is content not to transform toward that thing that you actually have to work with and deal with and be with because you already know the conscious part of you wants to succeed. That's not the problem. And 
we all have to, I think we all have to come to terms with the fact that there are other things motivating us in this life other than what we want. When we don't come to terms with that, we tend to just beat ourselves up, right? We tend to just toggle back and forth. Like, for, here's an example. Say that you want to run a marathon, right? And you're just learning to run and you're just getting into it. And so the conscious part of you that wants to run a marathon, that wants to grow in some way, that wants to explore the outer limits of your physicality, that, that is one version of you. And that's the version of you that you lean into when you set that goal. But somebody else is there Monday morning at 6 a.m. when the alarm goes off, right? Now, now there's a new version of you around. And that version of you could give a shit whether you run a marathon or not. It just wants more sleep. It just wants to be comfortable. And so you can see if you don't work with that version of yourself, then what you're going to do is just beat up the version of yourself that does want the goal in the first place. So it's a bit of recognizing the nuances within yourself and addressing the parts of yourself that aren't interested in going where you're actually hoping to go. If I take it back to the original example, those moments of awakening that close up on us, what happens is we want to go back to the dream. We want to go back to all of the things we've convinced ourselves that we need. We want to go back to telling ourselves the kind of things that keep us comfortable. And so that's what keeps us from abiding in that state based on this teaching. But I would say if we're thinking about that in the personal development world, in the growth world, that part of ourselves that is content to ruin it all or to not move at all, that's the part that we've got to talk to. And so that's the part you've got to question. Like, what part of me doesn't want this goal? That's who you need to be with. That's who you need to walk toward the goal with. The part of you that, is, that knows you want it, you don't need to address. Right? That's, a, that's a natural outpouring of your own ambition. And so that's what you lean into when you set goals. It's the Monday morning, the 6 a.m. Monday morning part of you that you need to talk with. Or, or maybe it's something else, right? Like resistance shows up for us in all kinds of different ways. Self-sabotage shows up for us in all kinds of different ways. Maybe you do get up really, really early, and that's not a problem for you at all. But maybe if you have the choice between doing what you know that you need to do and doing some old, you know, engaging in some old pattern that keeps you comfortable, like maybe you choose the old pattern. And so that's the part, that's the version of you that you've got to work with on this journey, because that's what's keeping you from being where you want to be, from becoming the person that you hope to become. And so it's a bit of turning around and facing the shadow, because you know how to look at the light to some degree. That's the goal, right? That's the enthusiasm. Enthusiasm literally means to be in theos, which is to, to be filled with God, to be inspired quite literally. And so that part of you probably understand quite well, or you have no problem tapping into. It's the part of you that's not that, that you've got to learn to work with. Just something for you to think about. Sometimes we head off toward our goals, our ambitions, our hopes of whatever we want this world to be for us. And we find that our progress is thwarted by ourselves, though we don't understand why. And so it's getting really curious about that why that can actually lead to lasting change. It's not the part of you that wants the change. You already know that part. It's the part of you that doesn't, which you need to address. Uh, Something for you to think about on a Tuesday. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.